Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit. But first, if there was ever any doubt as to the popularity of college football, uh, look no further than television ratings for Monday night's national championship game. The most watched title game in four years, Joe. 25 million. I, You know, that stood out to me. There, there was a bunch of nuggets about this game, and I know ESPN promoting their own product. Hey, uh, look at how great we are. Look at all the different uh, formats that we have. But it was the most watched college football playoff in six years, just as a whole. Um, the New Year's Six Bowls were terrific, too. So what is this all about? It, it had me wonder. Like, why so much now? Was it because everybody was just waiting and waiting and waiting till we got to the important games? Is this how it's gonna gonna be moving forward? Um, as far as Monday night's national championship, was it about Michigan, a massive team, a nationwide team that hasn't been there in so long? Would Harbaugh get it done? Um, I'll tell you this: it shows you that. College football can be very, very popular, even if the SEC isn't involved. I love it, especially for the Pac-12. Like, we've joked about where can you even see those games? Nobody watches them. And, of course, you have a Pac-12 team in the national championship, <laughs> and it's the highest rated game. I love yeah. to see it. I mean, I think a lot yeah. of it has to do with Michigan, though, more than Washington. Oh, yeah. But uh, still, it's uh, – it says a lot, and I think that's great for any well, Pac-12 teams, especially in the last year. The top five local markets, obvious. I mean, you're going to have Detroit and Seattle, one and two. But after that, Columbus, like, they're wa they're hate-watching, right? Hate -watching. They're, they're hoping that Michigan that. loses. Um, Atlanta was fourth. Like, we're going down to SEC country. I just thought it was very interesting. And it probably means this is how it's going to be moving forward in the playoff. That's that's what I would think because mm -hmm. there's going to be so much intrigue with something fresh. I, I think it's good. It's good for uh, college football all around. And Seattle is a pretty smart football city. I mean, it's Seahawks mm -hmm. and Huskies number two. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. really, really strong football city. So I guess that doesn't surprise me that much. And it, but it was a blowout. That's the other thing. And everybody's stuck with it. The second half was hoping a the Huskies would times. come back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was it was a one possession game for a while, then it was ten points, etc. But a lot of that third quarter, start of the fourth, not interesting football. Then Michigan turned it into a blowout, and they were still watching. Like that was super yeah. duper impressive. Also. A lot of people were betting the Huskies. That could be a big part of it. A lot of bets on Washington, mm -hmm. people not wanting to give up True. on the game if they were betting on Sure. Them. Yeah, there was still, still something there. I don't know if, like, this grinds your gears, but it does feel like every single year, enough of the college football contingent are like, we should play this game on Saturday. College football should be played on Saturdays, et cetera, et cetera. Like, look. TV executives understand that people watch television on Mondays. ESPN wants to dominate Monday nights with football coverage. That's why they have Monday night football. And they want to continue this Monday night thing because that's their brand. And that's another one of the reasons why the ratings are so high. Like people tend to do other things on the weekend, but weekdays, especially on Mondays, they are home watching television. And that also helps for the casual viewer as well. 
Yeah, let's go against yeah. uh, the NFL. That's a great idea, guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the NFL would change their schedule, but I I didn't yeah. hear that. That's <laughs> dumb. Like, it, there's one game left. Why does it have to be Saturday? That doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. Friday night, Saturday night, probably not big for uh, many people. <laughs> hey, you know what was dumb? I don't know if they did in the national championship because I don't really watch some of the the other platforms that they, you know, they try to spice it up. Okay, try this. We're going to have a sky cam on this channel because they can put it everywhere. Um, Why would anybody want to watch Pat McAfee holding a microphone from the sideline? Like they did that in one of the New Year's Six Bowls or was it a seven game? I forgot which game. The Rose Bowl. But they didn't do it for the championship? Yep. I believe so. But not, but not, they did it Monday too? Yeah, I believe it was the Rose Bowl and the National Championship. Oh yeah, who would want to watch yeah. that? That sounds painful. <laughs> I haven't watched him once, to be honest, since he went drama. to sort of, Yeah, you I can just intertwine conspiracy theories while watching your football game. Like, yeah, I can't beat that, right? Yeah, why <laughs> do I want him screaming the entire time? People can't even deal with it for game day. Imagine while you're right. trying to enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Did you see this whole thing of that he's trying to get fired? Is that what you're also talking about? He's trying to get oh, himself that... fired. Why oh, is he? Oh, because he's calling out executives and and then adding a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess it's marketable. All right. Uh, lightning bets time. Uh, three in different sports. How about that? We'll start on the ice. Avalanche money line over the Golden Knights. Uh, second line for Colorado with Nechuskin, Colton O'Connor. 86% expected goal rate. They were outstanding in their last game. It is a tough contest with tough competition, but I think the better team at home prevails there. Uh, then in basketball. Clippers against the Raptors. Talked about Toronto being a little upset over uh, the whole free throw disparity thing. I don't know if that improves in this contest. I do know, though, that the Clippers offensive rating, which is eighth best in the NBA, uh, that's not their identity, uh, but it is now. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, fifth and sixth, and Darko, James Harden is 10th. You've got three guys playing at a really high level. And so Toronto, maybe they do get to the free throw line more or they're just smarter in terms of not expecting calls. But I expect this game to go over the 236.5. And And then finally, golf, Sony Open. Didn't really talk about Terrell Hatton all that much, did we? Great iron player. And he is a co-favorite at 16-1, to so it may not seem like there's a whole lot of hashtag value. But I am willing to take a flyer on him with a top 20 finish at minus 105, Joe. All right, NBA, I'm going Pacers. I'm going to lay the uh, 7.5 against Washington, even though they're going to be without Halliburton for for a one-night spot. I do like the Pacers here. So I'm going to lay the number and the market is moving up. I'm seeing some eight start to pop. So you might have to act quickly there. Uh, golf, mm, you know, Aaron, I considered uh, doing a matchup fading your guy, Batia, but I decided Whoa, to no. go elsewhere. I'm going with Nick Taylor backing him. We talked about his strong course history earlier on in the show, and there's a couple matchups that I like with him. I'm taking Nick Taylor against Norin, which you can find at minus 105. Norin hasn't played this this course in three years and also uh aaron rye that's even money last couple times here for rye 61 and a missed cut so uh, a couple of matchups that i like in favor of nick taylor there aaron all right well 
That's sad. You want to fade? Actually, I bet his I, outright. No, I said I. Mu I was thinking about it. I did not do it. I though. know, I know, but you know, you still want to. <laughs> <laughs> you considered it. Just thinking trouble. about it is a crime. Yes. You're on exactly. my list. <laughs> it was on. It was on your mind, so it still counts. As far You're as I'm out. Concerned. <laughs> For yeah, that right. reason, I'm going to bet him outright 60 to 1. Top 30 plus 165. Am I doing top 20? Why not? Plus 280. Uh, San Diego State, really good in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. So that's a team I think could be dangerous. I don't really have any college basketball futures yet, as I mentioned earlier in the show. So I will bet uh, San Diego State 16 to 1 to make the final four. I'm also going to be on Sahit Tagala, plus 175, top 20, and top 30 is even money. So maybe we're just a week too soon on him, Paul. So no outrights. I'll just do top 20, top 30 there. I'll also be on the Hawks, minus one and a half. No Joel Embiid. Um, I like that one. And then... Ooh, this is a tough one. I'm going oppo on Sabonis. So he had a triple-double last night. They are on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. So let's go no double-double at plus 525 against the Hornets. Hornets defense sucks. It's a bit scary, but let's do it. So similar process, Aaron, uh, in fading our guys. Unfortunately, I'm going head-to-head -head with you. The Gala to miss the wow. cut at 2-1. to one. Let that ultimate letdown spot. His driving accuracy could be all over the place. It historically has been, and this is where you have to be down the middle a little bit. Uh, so I will just a letdown spot, like I said, and I think I think he is uh, the miss the cut. I think is a little aggressive, but I also am fading him in some matchups. Maybe I'm a scorned lover. I don't know, but Putnam versus Digala uh, at even money. The Putman. Uh, has great course history here. Lucas Glover versus Svensson, another guy with good course history here. So he's even money. That's a matchup. And then our guy bet on first last. Talk about a letdown. Last week's winner, Kirk. He is even money to beat him as well. Kirk does have decent history here. So not my favorite of them, but Putnam versus the Gala for sure. Sorry, Sahith. Uh, you are a fade this week. And then College Hoops. Clemson off a couple of losses, short road favorite at Virginia Tech. I think it's a step up in class for Virginia Tech. So Clemson minus one and a half. And Mississippi State, a home dog against Tennessee. Yes, one of the best defenses in all of uh, college hoops. So is Mississippi State. So give me the two and a half with the short home dog. Good deal. So, uh, Good deal. Can we just Paul's talk about the bit. amount of spaghetti? Yeah. Paul's new bit is obviously fading someone every day. He goes after us, and then he, with his picks, he's like, all right, who am I going to fade? Yesterday was Ed. I had this written Today's down. Aaron. <laughs> I had these written down beforehand. You guys walk into the bear trap. I can't help that. Also, there the are two trap? pounds of spaghetti over here, Jake. What are you eating for lunch? Holy it is two pounds of spaghetti, dude. Oh, two pounds? What do you got? Are listen, you running a marathon? It's, Go grab listen, it. It's leg day. Go it. Uh, what do you, yeah, what, what, he what should. Do you I was like, I was oh, gonna take a go. picture and send it to you guys. It is so much spaghetti. <laughs> it's a lot of food, okay? But uh, that doesn't even do it justice. That's to, that's to the even, it's, not, it's also high. not just spaghetti. There, it's meatballs and vegetables in there as well. Okay, it's leg day, so we're eating a lot of food. 
All right, it's bulking I'm season. Like, Games, <laughs> love it. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna be betting Will Zalatoris. How can I not? Oh, I'm betting Zalatoris at seventy-five to one. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily, presented by like BetMGM. For those listening, Jim Rome is next. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned Aww. for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>